Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Good afternoon, good Sunday day to everyone. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Sunday, November 15th, 2020. Um, if you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on the Listen Live button on Paula Atherton's picture. Now, because Blog Talk Radio has changed the way you access the chat room, you do have to create an account. It's free. Um, to participate in the chat room. Otherwise, you can just listen. The phone number here is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. We welcome your phone calls for Ms. Atherton. If you have a question or a comment, please give us a call, and we will bring you right on to the show. As I said today, my guest is Paula Atherton. She has a brand new release called Can You Feel It? This is her sixth release, and um, I'm happy to have her back on the show to talk about it. Welcome, Paula. Thank you so much for having me, Terry. Oh, it is my pleasure, my pleasure. This is your sixth release, so congratulations on that. Yes, hard to believe. <laughs> and you've been hitting number one across the board with Can You Feel It, the title track. So congratulations on that as well. Thank you. I did an interview a month or so ago uh, with the station out of Lagos, Nigeria, and the the host told me that Can You Feel It was number one there also. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the world really is getting nice smaller. Track. Yeah, exactly, right? Thanks to the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks to the Internet. So tell us about Can You Feel It and, and those that are working with you on it. Um, Can You Feel It was uh, produced by and co-written by Greg Manning. Um, I wrote it with him. And uh, I had been speaking to him like we met when we were both on Kalimba which is around mm-hmm. the last time I spoke to you, because um, yes. that's when your yes. candy came out in 2015, right? Yes. So um, we worked together once around that time. We played at Spagatini's, and uh, I had been speaking to him about doing something on this recording. I was working on it, and he was, like, real busy, and uh, he he just wasn't getting to it. So I didn't hear from him for about a year. <laughs> Seriously, it was about a year. And then he called me up and he said, listen, I think I got something. I was like, you're kidding. <laughs> I really didn't think I was going to hear from him. But uh, it was the track for Can You Feel It? And, uh, you know, he played me what he had on it so far. And I finished the writing and we started to work on it. And uh, the rest is history. <laughs> was the um, first release from uh, my new album. And it was on Billboard, number one on Billboard, for like three weeks in a row? Yeah, it was three weeks on Billboard. It was four weeks on the Smooth Jazz Network, and it even hit number one on Mediabase. Wow. That's awesome. That's, that's got to be like a really, really good feeling, you know? It was my first number one. Actually, it was my first top ten. I've had... I think maybe about six top 30 hits on Billboard, but um, 
that was my first top ten and then my first number one. And uh, I remember when I found out that I was in the top ten because um, my radio guy, uh, Dave Cooner, called me up. And I was just about to do the recording session for the opening track, One Night in Madrid. Uh And he's just talking to me and he's saying like... uh, so, yeah, what's going on? And then during the conversation, he said, so what does it feel like to be a top ten charting billboard artist? I said, I don't really know. I've I've never been that before. I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you asking me that? <laughs> he said, uh, congratulations. I, of course, I was screaming and jumping up and down. And um, then I went to go do the recording session for One Night in Madrid, and you could probably hear on that track my playing is... Uh, rather spirited because <laughs> I was very excited. Awesome. Now, you mentioned um, the last time we spoke, which was actually in 2015, um, and you were on Kalimba Records at the time, but now you're on a new label? Um, this is, I actually put this out myself. Um, I had a licensing deal with Kalimba, as I did with uh, some other labels. Um, and I've uh, subsequently gotten all my recordings back, and um, this I released on my own label. Oh, awesome. Okay. Very good. Well, listen, you have congratulations going all around with this label, the new release, the number one <laughs> the number one song. So it's awesome. You're doing really, really good here, and I'm very happy for you. So congratulations mm-hmm. again. Thank you. I mean, the only downside of it being that, you know, we have COVID-19 raging and uh, all my festivals, like all other musicians, were in the same boat when my work got canceled. So, you know, I could open my front door and scream, I'm number one on Billboard, but (laughs) not much else, really. Well, how are you doing with live um, streaming? Are you finding that, um, you know, helpful or comforting or are you doing live streaming? Yeah, I did a video for the TEG uh, Jazz Festival. I was on Adam Hawley's show. I was on Greg Manning's show. Yeah, yeah, I did a bunch of it, and I think I'm going to do a bunch more. I think I'm going to start delving into my catalog and doing a couple songs uh, at a clip. We've been talking about getting into that. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, what else can you do? Live streaming is pretty much... The only thing that's available, I I did do a couple of performances. I did a live streaming performance from Delaware uh, two weeks ago Saturday. Okay. Um, two weeks ago today, uh, actually from yesterday, and um, I did a live in-person performance at the Hub City Jazz Festival in New Brunswick, uh, beginning of October. But um, it's I can't really travel because I'm in New York. And they have a quarantine thing, like if you go to a different state, you have to quarantine for two weeks when you come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the tracers start calling you. And we have a recording studio here. Uh, you know, we don't want to subject anybody to anything. Um, so until the quarantine gets lifted and it's and it's really safe uh, to travel, I'm, I'm not really going anywhere. Oh, I swear this this whole year's just been crazy, just so crazy. Man. The worst. <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly, right? <laughs> to say what it is, it's just yeah. terrible. 
That's true. So true. All right. Um, I want to get right into the music so the listeners can listen to hear some of this great music from your new release. Can you feel it? And I'm going to start with the title track since it has been number one across the board. So let's go ahead and do that. This is called Can You Feel It? Thank you. 
Paula Atherton's new release, Can You Feel It? That was the title track. Shout out to Josh in Germany in the chat room. He says that's definitely danceable. <laughs> but the question is, was he dancing? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you know, it's like 9 p.m. his time um, in Germany, so... I'm sure he's probably just relaxing, but, you know, he always tunes into the show, and I thank him for that and um, listens to the music and the interview. So thank you for that, Josh, and, um, for sure. Yes, thank you. So I have a lot of reviews that I have found on this release, and I'm going to read one. Um, the first I'm going to read is from Ronald Jackson from Smooth Jazz Ride. Ronald says, this project is as full of charm and soul as one could ever hope for in this vibrant, colorful genre that refuses to die despite critics' predictions years ago. I still feel this gem of a woman hasn't gotten the absolute and full attention she deserves. If you've not experienced her magic, you need not deny yourself one more minute. Experience her, and yes, you will feel it. Now, Part of this review, I have. I want to ask you a question, and I want to read. Um, and another thing that he says in his review, has one who should have long ago been sharing the stage and spotlight with the best of the best in this business, and certainly no unknown. I still feel this gem of a woman hasn't gotten the absolute and full attention she deserves. So. In all of your years in the business, you've been in in the business, what, 20 years? Yeah. Okay. So when you you hear that one statement about, I still feel this gem of a woman hasn't gotten the absolute and full attention she deserves, in your opinion, um, do you feel like that is the music industry, that's the fans, that's other artists? What's your opinion on that? Well... Uh, the way artists get out to the public is through promotion. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the right level of promotion, enough promotion and the right type, people just aren't familiar with your music. Um, a lot of the festivals, as you know, book pretty much a lot of the same people over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Um. I didn't get any of my music on Sirius, which is a really great vehicle for people to learn about you, until my fifth release, Shake It. I got wow. um, my song for you uh, was the first time I got a song on uh, Watercolors. So uh, that's when a lot of people that hadn't heard of me started to learn about my music. And then when people hear one of your songs, they go back and check your catalog and listen to all your other music that you released before that, which is great. So, um, you know, women in general aren't out there as much as men are. And some of the festivals, if you look at the roster, uh, they're all men. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes there's like, you know, one or two females, but um, it's mostly men most of the time. So it's... It's more difficult to do when you don't have the support and the promotion that you need to get your stuff out there. It wouldn't have stopped me anyway. I was still going to do this because this is what I do. But now um, having a number one has helped tremendously. Getting that single on Sirius, which it was, helped tremendously. And, 
you know, it just helps getting your music out there to the world. It just helps for people to know that that it exists. If if they don't hear anything about it, then they can't come to your shows. They can't buy your music. They can't be a fan. Now, when you talk to other female artists, are they saying the same thing? Yeah. I don't think that it's just my view. I mean, the evidence is, you know, look at look at a bunch of festivals. You know, pick a bunch yeah. of them and see how many women performers are on it and how many men are on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, I, I, I see. As as by women, um, the women are the musicians. They just seem to have a a challenge in terms, and it goes back to your point: being promoted. And getting that exposure that that's needed. I'm thinking about Jasmine Jen. Um, she just kind of mm-hmm. crossed my mind in that sense. Um, excellent saxophone player, but like you said, it's just getting that promotion out there and getting getting the exposure. Um, and it's sad that it takes so long for you guys to get for someone to finally sit up and say, "Hey, who is this?" You know, and check you out, as opposed to the male your male counterparts. Well, it's funny. Um... I've had people come up to me and, you know, people sometimes try to say something nice to a musician and they don't actually know how to say it. So maybe it doesn't come out exactly the way they mean it to. (laughs) But people have come up to me and said, you know, you really play like a guy. Mm. And then I have to say thank you because I know that that's a compliment. They're trying to give me a compliment. Mm It, it's maybe not the best way to say whatever it is that they're trying to say, but um, uh, sometimes women are just thought of not um, delivering the goods as well as men can, yeah. mm-hmm. or uh, a, a female playing an instrument seen as men playing more often it, than the, the female seen as, as a novelty. And that's bad because... Uh, women are as serious, if not more serious, than the men are playing the same instrument. Um, I don't think anybody would argue that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, do you have a favorite track on the CD? Um, you know, it's it's like uh, it's like having children, which I don't, <laughs> but my songs are kind of like my children, so. Uh, it's really weird when you when you work on uh, something like this. You're so like inside each song, recording and listening to it that you have to get away from it before you can like yeah. even start to like it. <laughs> um, but I can tell you, a lot of these songs are really fun to play, uh, especially the ones that I've played live. Um, but uh, you, you could pick whatever you want. Okay, so you you did a cover of Patrice Russian's Forget Me Not, so I'll play that next. Tell me about this one. Yeah, I, I've always loved the tune, and um, I was talking to um, my husband who produces a lot of my music and another producer, and the other one was kind of busy, so uh, so Lou came up with the idea for for the track for Forget Me Nots. Um, I don't do a lot of covers live or on my recordings. And if I record them, I make them my own. You know, I have my own version, my own, um, you know, my own way of doing it. So when I do it live, it's 
it's my own thing. It's not just playing a tune, you know, covering a tune and not having my own arrangement. So, um, yeah, so he came up with uh, the arrangement on it, and we recorded it. All right, here it is, Forget-Me-Nots.
right, Forget Me Nots from saxophonist Paula Atherton's new release, Can You Feel It? Uh, shout out to Miss Music in the chat room. Hello, Miss Music. Welcome to the show. And Miss um, Paulette Jackson is her name, a.k.a. Paulette. All right. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, Paulette. Hi, Paulette. Good to have you in the room. Good to have you in the room. All right, so Paula, let's talk about these instruments that you play. Other than the saxophone, what else do you play? Well, I play alto sax, soprano sax, flute, um, enough piano to write, and I sing. That's it. Okay. All right, cool. Piano to write, but you don't actually play the piano. So how is it that you use it to write, but you don't really play it? Well, I don't do gigs on it. I'm not proficient enough to to do on a gig. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got you, got you. All right. So I um, on your website um, it says that you have some upcoming um, dates and gigs coming up. So can you tell us about those and hopefully keeping our fingers crossed that they hold for you? Well. Um, <laughs> I have the last weekend of January booked. Ah, I'm not really sure that's going to happen. That would be in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Columbia, South Carolina. Um, In Charlotte, I'm not sure the venue. It might be a live streaming thing. It might be at a venue. And Columbia is a Shays Lounge in Columbia where I usually play like once a year. Um, I'm not looking at my calendar, but just off the top of my head, um, we, Cindy Bradley and I, uh, had some dates together last year that got canceled as the fabulous blondes. That's, the, oh. um, that's what we're going out as. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's real fun. Um, I played on some of her music. She's played on a lot of mine. And, uh, so we put together a really nice show, but we didn't get to do it this year. So we're booked next year at the Norfolk uh, Waterfront Jazz Festival, um, August, uh, I think it's the 20th of Friday. Uh, we're opening for Dave Sanborn. Um, and then we're doing the Gulf Coast Jazz Festival in Pensacola, Florida, and that's September 4th. Um, I'm going to be in Melbourne, Florida, October 29th, I think it is. Um, and Greg Manning's going to be on that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's in Melbourne. Uh, Legacy Jazz Festival in Virginia. That's going to be, I think, around the 8th of November. Um, yeah, I don't really have, besides January, um I didn't book a lot of stuff in the first quarter because um, a lot of promoters are just wondering what to do because so many things had to get canceled and moved that uh, nobody wants to do that again, you know, cancel it again and move it again. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. I'll keep my fingers crossed that they all hold for you, so... All right, let me read some more reviews um, from Future Groove Promotions. Wrote, Paula has a rare skill set in that she is just as adept playing contemporary and straight-ahead jazz styles with equal excellence. I have a review from Amazon by J.H. Hannon. 
he or she said, another masterpiece from the amazingly talented Paula Atherton. Paula doesn't play the flute and saxophone. She works them. Oh, and she can sing. It's hard to pick a favorite track, but the flute on One Night in Madrid and the sax on Can You Feel It are sublime. Paula surrounds herself with great musicians and engineers. So if you are a jazz fan, get this CD with an exclamation point. And then <laughs> FiveFingerReview.com wrote, Atherton's prowess on alto saxophone is unquestionable. Her ability to weave closely knit ideas into a fabric of colorful and vibrant melodies is matchless. On select tracks, Atherton's voice vocals are a prime vehicle of soulful endeavor. Can You Feel It is a triumph of proportional greatness. That's a great review right there. Wow, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That always makes you feel good when, you know, you get a review and and they like your music. It's always a wonderful thing. Yeah, yeah. And that was from fivefingerreview.com. You can go there and read the full review, and it's the number five. Um, on that, so definitely. So, um, since she they mentioned, um, can you feel it? Let's and they mentioned uh, one night. Oh, the previous re- review uh, mentioned one night in Madrid. And that's what I want to play next. One night in Madrid. Tell me about that. Yeah, we were. Um, I was referring to that a little bit earlier. That's. That's when I found out that uh, Can You Feel It had made it into the top ten on Billboard. Um, my radio promoter, Dave Kuhner, called me and very nonchalantly, in conversation, mentioned it <laughs> to totally, like, throw me off guard. And um, so, yeah, that was right before the, the recording session for One Night in Madrid, and uh, I was pretty happy and excited playing that And that you're playing song. the flute on this one. <laughs> Yes, I do. Okay. All right.
One Night in Madrid from saxophonist Paula Atherton's new release, Can You Feel It? Um, Joshin in the chat room says she could definitely release an all-flute album. Great sound. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to do that. He also called hard, you, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He also called you a genius on the flute. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, man, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day on this particular planet. Maybe I can move to another one where the days are longer and I can fit everything in. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a couple of phone calls. The first one is from Kathleen in Florida. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz, Kathleen. Hi, hi, Paula. Hi, Kathleen. So nice to hear your voice. Yeah, Yeah, after Facebook, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I would love to see you and Cindy together for sure. And um, next year, if you're coming to Melbourne, I heard you say in October, that's just a couple hours north of me. So I will plan to see you then. Oh, that's great. Um, Cindy and I are booked together in Pensacola on September 4th um, for the Gulf Coast Jazz Festival. But um, the one in Melbourne, uh, I'm just doing that myself. Yeah, I understood that, but that's fine. Yeah, I'm like nine hours away from Pensacola, so that's way up in the panhandle, and I'm like near Boca Raton. But, yeah, I'd love to go see you in Melbourne. I've I've been there before, and it's about two hours north of me. So I look forward to that. Oh, thank you. That's uh, It's at that hotel there, the uh, oceanfront. Uh, I forget if it's a Hilton or what, but um, it's, a, it's a really nice – the whole thing is nice. It's right on the beach, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's something for me to look forward to then. Because, you know, I'm in the same boat as everybody else. This year was pretty crappy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you know, people are dying to go out and see music, and musicians are dying to go out and play it. Well, thanks for chatting with me, and I'll keep listening to the interview. Thank you for calling. Thank you so much, and uh, I hope my music worked out well for your groceries. (laughs) Bring your groceries (laughs) Yeah, I'm still bringing them in. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you thank so much you. for calling in. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, the next caller is Wanda Jazzy Lady. Hey, Wanda. Well, hello, Carrie. How are you? Hello. Hi, Wanda. Well, hello, Miss Paula, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Yes. I'm good. I'm good. You know I'm one of your number one fans. <laughs> oh, of course you are. I miss you. I miss you too. Miss you too. I just got one question. You know, I'm I'm just intrigued with you. Um, I remember when I first saw you at Lake Arbor and then the Potomac. What's it like working with Uncle Nick Colion? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you as you probably know, Nick is he's just a rare guy, you know. He's um mm-hmm. so magnanimous. He's a he's a larger than life kind of guy. He's got a big heart, huge heart and uh a great musician, so you know, Nick's one of my dear dear friends. So I I just love working with him. Um He's just so much fun to be around and and work with. Uh, it's 
when I get to work with him, it's it's a good day. So it's it's just a pleasure and it's a blast. That's awesome, awesome. Well, you you uh, Cherry has already played uh, my favorite track off the new album, Forget Me Not. I love that track, even when Patrice Russian did it back in the 80s. And you just put a different spin on it with your vocals. And it's just, I play it on repeat whenever I play your album. And like I said, <laughs> you're, you're just, I love all my sax ladies, all, all of you. you. And you are just phenomenal. And like you said, a lot of people didn't know who you were, which I did. Um, until your previous Shake It album came out. but mm-hmm. and, and my favorite track on that one was my song for you. That was produced by um, Nick Coleon. And whenever I get my albums from all of you, I read all the liner notes, I study them, and that's how I get to know you. Wow. Well, it's nice to have all that information, right? It's interesting. Yeah. Yes. yes, it is. Yes, it is. And when they kept talking about, oh, the CDs are going to go away, I said, no, they're not. <laughs> but in a way, you know, it really would be a shame because it so much goes into writing, producing, mm-hmm. and recording each each song. Um, and your only window into that is to be able to read the liner notes on a CD. Right. Right. Yes, I agree. And that's that's my specialty because I'm nosy like that. I want to know who played every instrument, who wrote what. I want to know everything. I study each time I get a, you know, a new release from one of the artists, you and you know all the other artists. I read the front to the back like we did the album years ago. I read from the front all the way to the back. So when I do my little personal review on Facebook, I'm able to pick out maybe one or two. Um, songs, do like a little quick video, and I give my friends, you know, a little listen, so they'd be like, oh, I got to get that. (laughs) Well, we appreciate that as artists, you know, of course, when we want more people to be able to hear it so they can know about it, right? So bless you for introducing some new, you know, potential fans to my music and everybody else's music that you play. Well, I think I have. I've had a lot of people tell me, you sure know a lot about those artists. I know. I study them. <laughs> You're the best. Love it. What can I, what can I say? Well, <laughs> well, I just want to say congratulations on your new album. I love it. And it was great speaking with you. And I hope next year, if all this uh, this coronavirus stuff goes away, I'll probably make it down to Norfolk. You're going to be with Cindy. I love her, too. Oh yeah, that's that's going to be a real fun time. David Sanborn is headlining that day. Oh, yes. Uh yes. And it's a two-day festival. George Benson is headlining the second day. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And so, I, um, I, I hope it I hope it goes on. Like I said, this year we were not able to get to any live shows, and we were all like, okay, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> No, I know. I mean, I I was working February 29th in Chicago. I got home March 1st. And when I was in Chicago, I I knew the virus was around, but it hadn't really hit yet. Like it hadn't people didn't even really right. realize what was about to happen in the next like 2 weeks. Probably by the second right. week in March is when it started to shut down, right? 
Exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, it was great to speak with you and you too as well, Cherry, and I will talk with you all later. Have a good Thank day. Thank you for calling. You, you, Thank you, you so much for calling, away. Wanda. Love you. You have a great rest Love of the weekend. Too. You do the same. Okay, next time. All right, bye-bye. 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 Have a good one. Okay, one last review, and this is from StaccatoFY.com, wrote, Atherton's full-length LP, Can You Feel It?, is out on Dream On Records. It's a definitive delight. Atherton is the real deal, a multi-talented, multi-instrumentalist, earning her stripes as a force to be reckoned with. That's the short of it, with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> You can't Cotto hate that. <laughs> can't hate that. Nope, can't hate that at all. All right, I'm going to close the show with Funculator. Tell me about this one. Yes, um, Funculator was written and produced by um, my good friend Skylar Deal, who's been on each one of my releases, either playing or producing or co-writing or writing. Um and he he was working on this track, and he said, you know, I got something I think it will be good for you. And he played it for me, and uh, I loved it. So um, my good friend Cindy Bradley plays on that uh, with me, and Skyler is playing bass, guitar. I uh, did the drum programming. Dave Zalome is playing keyboards. He was on The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing keyboards in Ricky Miner's band and on American Idol, um, and uh, it's a, it's just a fun, funky little track. Okay, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Paula Atherton Music. I have a, a friends page and a fan page on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Patherton One. And uh, I think that's it. I'm on LinkedIn. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's about the size of it. And I have a uh, web page, of course, my name, PaulaAtherton.com. All right. Uh, shout out to Ollie J in the chat room. Hey, Ollie, good to see you. All right. So, um, as I said, I'm going to close the show with Funculator. Paula's new CD is called Can You Feel It? It is available now. And definitely go out and get this one. Paula, thank you again for another interview. Thank you for having me again. It's It's been too long. It's re- so nice to talk to you. And uh, thank you for having me on the show. And thank everybody for listening. Uh, thank you for listening and calling in. It's just been a lot of fun. Appreciate it, and um, definitely will continue to follow you in your career. So, congratulations to you again on the CD and the number ones across the board. All of it. Congratulations. Thank you so much, and thanks again for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, saxophonist Paula Atherton. Again, her new release is called Can You Feel It? You'll find it on her website, paulaatherton.com. Thanks to Josh and Paulette and Ollie J for hanging out in the chat. I appreciate it. Love you guys. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Until then, keep it smooth. This is Funkulator. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at jazz underscore queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, talkingsmoothjazz.com.